Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Week in Review on WAYOLP, Freaking Rochester, also on Apple Freaking Podcast, Freaking Spotify, and Freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the freaking Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my left is Sandy the Zamman Fargus. Then we have Doug the Slug freaking Jordan, and freaking Tadia Richard the Snowman bringing up the rear. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking Freaking Seekers and the Freaking Panel, start your freaking engines. This is our Week in Freaking Review. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been one week since we last spoke. And I see myself floating on the edge of a cloud. A great mountaintop I am upon. And though I am past the tree lines, there are flowers everywhere. Daisies and hydrangeas and rhododendrons and even some lilies of the valley. Sniffing them I am, the senses all around me tingling. Oh, what is that, a bird chirping? Why, yes, it is a bird. A beautiful bird with two sets of wings. It flies right on over to me, plants a kiss upon my cheek, and I realize all is well and all is good. This day could not become any better, Weakers and Tweakers. And as I prance on this great mountain top, I see the world as it is, and it is good. And then, as if from above, a great being, female woman, is dropped, thrust into my lap. I say, what good fortune have I found here? And she tells me her name. And it is Rosaline. And she is the most magnificent creature I have ever seen. My heart swells in anticipation of her tuts. Well, she moves quickly, and I move quicker, and we are embracing. My lips are trembling at the thought of pushing them against hers. And just as I am ready to close my eyes so tight, I do, and I push my lips against hers. And then I feel coldness touch my lips and a slippery wet slimy like the slither of a snake penetrate that slight crack in my lips I think is this the slip of a tongue yet it is so cold and I am froze in shock this is not what I expected it to feel like And in disbelief, I open my eyes, and of course, I realize I am kissing Rosaline the corpse, for she has been dead. Blue as the setting night sky.
she gave me freaking herpes, by the way. Just thought I'd get that out into the open. Um, welcome to the freaking club. Yeah. Well, luckily it was a dream, but these dreams often foreshadow great changes in my life. And that is why I needed to say it out loud so it is on record and can be stored in the great archives of the Whale Library. Um... So you have, so you have freaking, so you have freaking herpes. Yeah, but they're, when they began to pustate and palpate, they were a bluish in color where I have always seen Doug Jordan's herpes come as very red, dark red spots with a, with a glowing ring around it. And these looked much different. I don't know if I got it from a corpse and that's why they are different or... I don't know about this bacterial infections, vaginosis, things of that nature. You've never seen my herpes because I don't have herpes. So, well, no, and what it is, and Doug Jordan has a very freaking particular case of freaking herpes, where he has a basically what it is is there's a freaking ring, um, there's a ring around the freaking uh, stalk of his uh, of his freaking Dangly Johnson right there at the freaking trunk, um, right there actually at the freaking precipice of freaking pubic region and um, and freaking shaft, um, where there's sort of a ring of uh, freaking herpes. Man, well, they call it the ring of fire for Wiggers or Twiggers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have a very particular type of herpes where it's it's made up by you guys, and I don't have it. Um, we're happy to freaking have you in the freaking club. Um, I think freaking Doug and I can both freaking agree on that. Yeah, although I I'm closer to Sandy's, though I got it from a corpse in thine dream. I didn't get it from a canine the way that Doug Jordan has canine H1 vaccine herpes H1 minute, that virus. A, what that that was a dream. That was you, know you didn't actually kiss the corpse in real life. It was a visage. I missed. I missed the part where you said it was. It was a visage. Yeah, I don't freaking know if you freaking mentioned that it was a freaking visage. I, be, I believe what I heard was that you kissed a freaking corpse and yeah. uh, you got freaking the ring of fire on your freaking trousers. Yeah, I've been going off the assumption that you actually did kiss a dead person and contract herpes. Yeah. Well, you got to be more freaking clear when these are freaking visages. They're not clear to me whether they are reality or whether well, freaking, they no, are dream. No freaking, no freaking herpes is freaking clear. Um, they all, they are, all, all freaking pustules uh, carry with it a freaking, uh, freaking color of some sort, whether it freaking be uh, blue uh, from the corp um, of which you freaking placed your lip upon yeah. or, or um, freaking the ring of fire from which, uh, which, which the pustules grow freaking bright, uh, glow freaking bright red um, from the freaking toilet. Let's see that uh, Doug Jordan was perched upon um, when he was. Um, anyway, I don't want to get anybody freaking bogged down. No, that's not what we're here to do. In fact, we do not want to bog weakers and tweakers down. Instead, Doug Jordan, how you doing? How you been? How horny are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, thank you for the blessing. I'm glad. Uh, thank thank you for the introduction, uh, the, asking me the questions. Not horny. Uh, thank you for asking. Uh, week was fine. You know, I worked at the restaurant and then, you know, we got the, we have my family reunion coming up this weekend. And, uh, so, you know, just getting ready, packing things up. Uh, my son's very excited to go. They have uh, three pool areas. So he's very excited to swim in all the pools and, uh, see my family as well. 
and there's also a chance that we could meet Kelsey Grammer at at the hotel. So we're pretty excited about that. No big Frasier fans. Yeah, and your son, especially a great Frasier fan, the only child I have ever met that has a great fetish of Frasier. And I have to say, I think it is he's maybe leaning toward more towards Niles than Frasier, if you know what I mean. Well, I mean, everybody likes David Hyde Pierce. I think or Niles in the show, excellent character, and I wouldn't call it a Frasier fetish. I wasn't just going to let that one go, but um, he definitely likes the show Frasier, uh, as do I, uh, as do my, as does my wife, and uh, I, Sandy from time to time has been known to sit on the couch when my family watches Frasier with us. So, yeah, uh, but we, I, I don't freaking like it. Um, I don't because I, I just, there's something about their freaking their, their freaking voices. These freaking terribly freaking uh, irritating freaking British freaking voices. And what is going on? Why is why doesn't the freaking father talk like that? Yeah. The also, dad is the only good part. Well, it's because the mother was very, uh, she was in the art scene. She was the more highbrow one. And the dad was just a, a off the cup cuff, uh, police officer on the streets of, uh, I want to say Chicago, but I don't know if that's right. Do you ever kill anybody? I don't think so, but he definitely he took a bullet, and that's why he has has a walker in the show, because uh, he took a bullet near his back, and that's why Daphne lives in the house as the live-in nurse, taking care of him. Hmm. Well, Jesus, Louise down to my knees. I am bored already to tears. So, any further questions? Why is the boy so excited to swim in three different pools? They might as well just have one pool. I don't understand. Well, there's, you know, there's different locations, you know, different scenery. I'm sure one is themed like a pirate ship or something. And the other one's themed like a rock, a bat, mineral bath. That's the, it's a mineral hotel. What and I don't know what the, the third thing is. Don't interrupt me. What in the hell did you just, there, one of the pools is freaking rock themed. Yeah. That's the opposite yeah. of a pool, Dick Jordan. Yeah. Like it's found in nature, but it's not, it's clearly, it's just a swimming pool. Does the boy have any friends left, Doug Jordan? Yeah, he has friends. Hmm. Sandy? That's not what I freaking heard. I guess freaking Spencer was telling me the other day that they had a little bit of a freaking falling out. Um, so, I mean, that's not really my freaking place to say. I don't think freaking um, Mike Jr. would very much appreciate me going on the air freaking blabbing my mouth about his freaking personal business like you seem to freaking do every freaking turn. Yeah. Why, why are you talking to Spencer? First of all, that's just confusing to me. Spencer and I became very freaking close over the freaking, um, over the freaking school year. He freaking played a freaking instrumental role in freaking um, what was originally the freaking master freaking plan. Yeah. And that got a bit derailed. So, um, well, geez, Louise down to my knees. A great Tady Risher has arrived. Tady, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, thank you for the blessing, first and foremost, and a blessing unto you. Um, and very horny, um, although bored from that from the ramblings of freaking Doug Jordan. But I'm going to try and boot and rally and tell you about my freaking week, uh, which was good. I, uh, you know, I've felt a little cramped in the treehouse lately, as Uyghurs and Tweakers know. That is my current living situation, as I am locked out of my father's abode. And uh, I have been feeling a bit cramped and I, I am very excited to announce a friggin' construction project that I've, that I've begun, uh, to expand my tree house, um, into, 
much more suitable living quarters for a for a growing boy of my stature. Yeah, and that's interesting because when Doug Jordan and I picked you up last weekend, I noticed that the great tree house was not kind of what I had imagined in my mind. Sure. Well, well, what did you imagine? Well, I remember a great movie called The Freaking Swiss Family Jobinson, and mm. it was a great vast sure. treehouse spanning several trees and having many different rooms, and it even yeah. had a functioning kitchen out of a turtle shell. No, yeah, this this you have to remember, I built this treehouse when I was um, about freaking eight years old. Um, and, well, my father built most of it, but I definitely built some of it um, or tried to help. And uh, so, you know, it, it was fit for about, you know, about two eight-year-olds to stand in, and that's about it. Um, in fact, when I when I sleep in the treehouse, I have to sleep in the fetal position because it's the only way I can lay down flat on that thing. So it is very cramped, and I'm but I, I I've got blueprints laid out. Um, I'm collecting material, and I'm going to start construction probably Q4 of 2022 um, to begin uh, expanding that that front room, that foyer, if you will, and then uh, building in. Uh, more friggin' rooms, uh, probably a bedroom, uh, maybe a pool room, like a rec room. Um, I'm going to create a little bathroom that is really just going to be like an open like wall. So you can like lean out and do your friggin' business off the ledge. Um, geez, what am I missing? A kitchen. Um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a full functioning house and, and we're just really excited to get construction started. Yeah, this is a very exciting development and a great, exciting project for you, Tadium. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm definitely going to need funds for lumber and supplies. As as of right now, I'm kind of well. I, well, I can say it on the radio because it's not you can't be used as evidence. But I've been stealing siding from my neighbor's house um, to to build this uh, treehouse, and um, but I'm I'm definitely going to need a lot more lumber. So Doug, you might want to gas up the truck head on over to Lumberyard with me and uh and we'll really get this thing going and, and it's gonna be a house soon. Yeah. And it's it's already a house. It's gonna be a home. And that's yeah. the most important thing. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. It is very much a house and uh the only home that I have, but soon it's gonna be a nice home. Well geez Louise down to my knees. I do want to make mention of this before we move on to Sandy the Sandman Farchus is that you've made a mention of funds. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to talk to Weakers and Tweakers a little bit about the Doug Jordan family reunion, Crystal Springs, New Jersey, Doug Nation event this weekend. And we are going through a lot of preparation right now for the great Doug Nason. And we have made arrangements to make Jerry's lot, which is a, a basically an ex-child campground, can no longer serve or function for children due to some laws in the state of New Jersey's that they violated and also in the great state of the United States. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees, it's ending up causing a great deal of money. And... Without, of course, these great Doug Nasons, which are donations in the name of Doug Nason, we fear that Jerry's lot, the preparations, the reservations for the great Doug Nason might go belly up 
without those Doug Nasons that we mentioned before. Am I being clear here? I not I cannot quite understand what the what I'm saying, but I, I believe uh-huh. I'm being clear. Yeah, and um, I think what you're freaking re- uh, referring to is freaking accommodations. Uh, without your freaking Dugnasons, there is no reservation, and our accommodation is freaking belly freaking up. Uh, so we need to have those freaking Dugnasons freaking start rolling in soon because as of right freaking now, um, we haven't had a freaking single freaking Dugnason in the name of freaking Dugnason, uh, which, mm-hmm. by the way, is a freaking Dugnason. Well, and the pro- and the thing is, we made some serious promises about accommodations for Doug Nason, and if we don't get those Doug Nasons up, then those accommodations for our reservation are, well, I mean, they're useless. Because there's no reason for freaking Jerry to freaking uh, honor these freaking reservations if we don't have the freaking donations coming in to freaking pay for these accommodations. What we're trying to say is that we put down a great sum of money as a deposit with the intention of using those Doug Nasons to pay what we owed for Jerry's lot, the great large and vast. It's, it's kind of like a parking lot, but it's not paved. So it's good for a tent. It's a freaking dirt freaking parking lot. Uh, essentially, um, uh, with a freaking mineral bath runoff, which, um, I look at the freaking website. It's basically just a freaking rock quarry. Um, and that's partially freaking looks like a freaking swamp. Um, it, it is a freaking hilarious, uh, it's a freaking hilarious little freaking campground. Um, and geez Louise, uh, we, we need these freaking, we need some freaking Doug Nasons to start freaking rolling in or, I mean, I don't even want to freaking say it. I don't want even want to freaking say it. Cause I know that, I know that once we freaking, uh, reach out to the freaking, the freaking Uyghurs and Twiggers, um, those Doug Nasons are going to start freaking rolling in. But, um, yeah, uh, now would be a good, and, th- and this might be partially on us because uh, we haven't freaking set up any sort of uh, website or or any really, uh, we haven't really facilitated uh, accepting any of these freaking Dugnasons, which are donations. Um, and that, and that I freaking do take a little bit of freaking responsibility for. Um, but it's up to you guys to freaking figure it out. Um, please get us that freaking money. Please get us the freaking, those freaking Dugnasons out to us or the whole freaking weekend is going to be Absolutely, completely um, freaking screwed. Yeah, and geez louise, down to my knees. Right after the show, of course, I am going to get Doug Jordan's freaking tax freaking information so I can start up an absolutely hilarious Doug Nason using one of those websites. Uh, GoFundMe, I believe, is what they call it these days. So yeah. we will have a GoFundMe set up with Doug Jordan's tax information, and we shouldn't have problems finally receiving Doug Nason's. What's that, Doug? I don't think you need tax information to set one up. And well, also, why can't you just use yours? Well, no, Doug, we do need tax information because we're not officially listed as a 501c3 nonprofit charity yet, um, though, though we are working on it. Um, well, how, how exactly is it a charity, too? It just you guys are hosting. Well, it's not yet, and that's the point where we're, we've submitted we've submitted the documents for for our 501c3, and um, it's you know. Things move slowly in the wheel of freaking governments, so we got to write off these taxes somehow. And well, I'd imagine you have yeah. freaking credit out of all of us. Yeah, I've never well, paid my taxes, and, so I don't know. Yeah, I've never freaking done any of that freaking horse. Um, but uh, Doug, I mean, what you have to freaking understand is we're freaking working, we're working our freaking tails off around the freaking clock, um, trying to get this freaking, trying to trying to get these freaking Doug Nasons freaking legitimized by freaking by beginning whatever the uh, freaking charitable five four C C. 
um, whatever the freaking document is. Um, and, 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 and trust me, I mean, I mean, we all know how I, I, I mean, my, one of my freaking strong suits is freaking, uh, freaking documents and freaking documentation. Um, and as soon as we get the freaking documentation, uh, freaking, uh, cert- certification for the documentation, um, we can start taking those freaking completely legitimate freaking donations and we can um, probably get the freaking accommodation that we freaking had the reservation for over at freaking Jerry's freaking lot. Yeah. So if you just absolutely completely shut the hell up and give us your freaking tax stuff, um, we can get the freaking ball rolling on that and everything will be freaking fine. And Doug Nason, New Jersey summer break. Oh, 22 is going to be off the freaking chart. So geez, Louise down on my knees. Now weakers and tweakers before we move on to our week's news and discussions, you might notice a tone change a bit in Sandy, the Sandman Farkas's voice. He has come into some great fortune, which makes him have the ability to hold this great obligation of fulfilling the great Doug Nason and acquiring the accommodations in preparation of the actual Doug Nason, which is the event that will be taking place in yeah, I'm Crystal Springs, New Jersey. I'm sorry. Sandy, the Sandman Fargus, how you doing? How yep. you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Yep, 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 yep. I'm freaking Diggins, freaking drunk. Thank you for the freaking blessing. And, um, and how was your week? Uh, um, yeah. So uh, I was lucky enough to freaking fall into some freaking good freaking forces, um, which I will freaking share with the freaking Uyghurs and Tweakers and the freaking Manotards um, right freaking now. Um, uh, last we freaking spoke, uh, I, I was at a freaking impasse, a freaking serious freaking crossroads yeah. uh, with a freaking man uh, by the name of freaking Cameron, a freaking eerie PA freaking native who freaking tracked me freaking down uh, upon a freaking hollow invitation uh, to come freaking visit and has been freaking staying with me. Um, that was freaking completely annoying on its own and, and quite a bit freaking irritating. Um, um, but then it took a freaking more sinister turn when I developed a freaking theory uh, based on some freaking uh, ocular freaking evidence uh, that freaking Cameron is a freaking, well, was a freaking, was a freaking, quite possibly freaking murdered his entire family and had quite a bit of freaking money in a freaking bag. Including children, weakers and tweakers. There were freaking children in that freaking family. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, freaking Um, Jesus Louise. So, 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 so. After we freaking finished our uh, freaking recording freaking last week, I said, Jesus Louise, I gotta freaking, I gotta freaking do what I can to freaking broker a deal. Um, because, 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 because there are freaking two things wrong with this. I can't freaking bring Cameron to freaking uh to freaking crystal freaking springs uh, i freaking certainly can't freaking leave him home alone at the freaking jordan freaking family household because he'd freaking cover it in his freaking dna um and i freaking and and i freaking made a freaking promise uh yeah. i made a freaking vow to Uyghurs and twiggers please don't freaking interrupt me uh, i made a freaking vow to Uyghurs and twiggers uh quite some time ago um that i would that i would turn this freaking summer around to make it the freaking greatest summer of our freaking lives uh, by attacking freaking Evan freaking Dawson. Yeah. And please shut, please stop freaking interrupting me. Um, Jesus, forgot what I was going to freaking say. Uh, freaking Evan Dawson. I promised him that I would freaking, I would freaking, uh, I would, I would be at the freaking, uh, front lines of an attack on freaking Evan Dawson that we would freaking celebrate, come freaking, uh, our, our inaugural freaking Doug Nason event and, and absolutely turn into the freaking greatest sum of our freaking lives. So I decided, Jesus, maybe, Maybe I can kill freaking two birds with one freaking stone. 
So, um, two, uh, about freaking one, two freaking night back, two night freaking back. Um, it was freaking growing late. Um, it was blue as the setting night sky. Um, and, uh, and I said to, I said to freaking Cameron, Jesus Louise, um, what, what, what do you say we freaking, what do you say we go out freaking drinking? Jesus Louise, why don't we freaking, why don't we freaking go out drinking? At this point, I didn't even have a, a freaking plan. I didn't know what I was going to freaking do. But he had a, he was a freaking car with him, and um, I got in the freaking car, and I noticed that the backseat was freaking full of freaking fireworks. Cameron is a freaking firework freaking aficionado. It's what we originally freaking bonded over on the freaking 4th of July. And I said, geez Louise, um, well, this is very freaking interesting. I said, actually, this is very freaking interesting. Uh, so we went out. We had quite a freaking few live freaking basins. Um, I started talking to him about freaking Doug Nason and the reservation and some accommodations that hadn't been freaking met. And over freaking live basins, I said, geez Louise, um, Cameron, how about you and I freaking broker a deal? Uh, and he said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm freaking game. What, 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 what's the, what's the freaking deal? And I said, well, why don't you, why don't you just shut the hell up? And, and why don't, why don't, why don't we freaking have a few freaking more live basins? And then you and I will freaking go to WXXI and we'll freaking set up some freaking fireworks. And we'll freaking, and we'll freaking put Evan Dawson, uh, in his freaking place once every freaking all. He said, who is freaking Evan Dawson? And I said, please, I said, please shut up and freaking drink your freaking libations. So after freaking, geez Louise, um, four or five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten more freaking libations, I freaking get in the freaking driver's seat of freaking Cameron's car and we freaking penal off towards freaking WXXI. Uh, wouldn't you freaking know it? Uh, freaking Cameron freaking passes out completely freaking, completely freaking passed out freaking drunk. I pop out of the car. I freaking make a freaking 911 freaking phone call. I freaking set off a bunch of freaking fireworks. I freaking move freaking Cameron's freaking limp body into the freaking front seat of the car. And I freaking hide in the freaking trunk. I close myself in the freaking trunk of that freaking car and wait until the freaking authorities find him and freaking put freaking Cameron in freaking cuffs. Yeah, and it. What I didn't quite understand about it, it, it was a brilliant plan, obviously. But. I don't know why you didn't just run away because it was very difficult to find you in that impounded car yeah. trunk. I was, I was, I did, I spent about freaking 24 hours in that freaking trunk. Um, cause when I freaking hopped in and I thought it was going to be one of the ones, uh, with a little freaking, uh, freaking button that you can press and freaking pop right out of there. But geez Louise, uh, Cameron, um, uh, Cameron's car was, must've been about freaking 30 freaking years old. Um, cause it did not have one of those freaking little buttons. So I spent the better half of a freaking full 24 hours uh, in the trunk of that freaking car, which when got sent to the freaking impound lot, I had to freaking call Doug and Taylor, and they were able to freaking jimmy the jimmy the jimmy it loose and freaking got me out of there, which was which was freaking excellent. Um, but um, I don't know why you're freaking questioning my freaking methods because the plan went off without a freaking hits, and and now we can freaking celebrate freaking Doug Nason the way it was freaking meant to be freaking celebrated. And it will be such a glorious occasion. Yeah. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call in, join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what you're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussing starts freaking now. Last week, Britney Spears accused Mom Lynn of planning to have her committed weeks before conservatorship, according to TwoFab.com. In a very public 
like Instagram rant. The 40-year-old slave for you singer claimed that her mother hid coffee from her and removed photos of her from the house while planning her conservative tour shift two weeks before it happened. Sources close to the stars say the, quote, bombshell was spurred by a recent online spat between Britney and her mother, Lynn. The spat began when Britney shared a text thread she sent from a mental facility in 2019 to her Instagram and said that she got, quote, no response from her mother or longtime friend Jason Fitzgerald or loyal Samuel D. Ingram III. Britney captioned her share, quote, it's a little different with proof. According to Mother Lynn, she sent, quote, thousands of messages with have all been verified by the court. Brittany then shared a picture of Father Jamie and sister Jamie Lynn supposedly ignoring COVID-19 mask mandates and social distancing protocols, although sources close to Jamie Lynn said the photo was taken from 2019. Brittany went on to accuse Mother Lynn of hiding coffee every morning and said that she only saw pictures of sister Jamie Lynn and niece Maddie. Quote, every morning I would put up a picture of be by you guys, Brittany wrote, and every morning you would put it away before I woke up. She further accused her mother of using her beach house while she was denied access to her car and that she was forced into attending three AA meetings a week when I, quote, hate alcohol. Her biggest claim came a little later, though, when she asked, did you tell them two weeks prior to the conservatorship being started it was already planned? Brittany claims that Lynn was there along with a few other people that night before they, quote, took me away for a sleepover, she wrote. Quote, I had done nothing wrong and you kept telling me on my couch we need to go to Malibu because I think people are coming to get me. And I said, why? I think I might have botched the edit on that, but we get the picture. Brittany is absolutely nuts. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, you know, there was a big movement to to get this to get this woman financial and and legal freedom of her parents and of of the courts and of of her lawyers but i gotta tell you i think they bosh this one because she's completely freaking nuts and uh probably a danger to her freaking self and i don't know maybe we should probably take away her freaking money and her children and her, her children and her and her social media presence and probably put her back up in a freaking mental home if you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think I think freaking more now than ever. Freaking Britney, freaking Spirit, um, should be freaking committed, uh, because because this freaking post and 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 the way it was freaking written, uh, Jesus Louise is, it it it's, it smells of freaking uh, freaking psychosis, um, freaking psychosis, um, freaking psychosis. Um, it sounds freaking absolutely crazy. Yeah, she is clearly. In a fragile state of mind, Doug Jordan, where her reality and fiction are blending in some sort of unidentifiable way, in some sort of creepy way where she has these great moments of what she thinks are clarity, but she can't tell if it's a dream or reality and they blur between the two and she's sort of stuck in between waking life and deep dark sleep 
I supposed to say something because you said my name or? Yeah, I was making the statement to you. That's why I said your name. Yeah, no, she sounds crazy. I mean, I keep reading the quote of uh, every morning I would put a picture of B by you guys and I'm just trying to figure out what, what that even freaking means. Yeah, and then every morning he would put it away before I woke up. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, yeah, it was freaking crazy. It sounds like the kind of thing that just a real nut would obsess over, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Now, yeah. the question being, is this the opportune time to release a new album? Because some of the greatest songs ever written have been written by complete lunatics. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. If she released a song or, or an album right now, I'd absolutely freaking listen to it because that it's got to be the craziest freaking thing I've ever heard. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad freaking Phil Spector is freaking dead because he could have freaking he could have freaking produced the freaking thing and it would have been crazy. Would have been absolutely freaking crazy. Yeah. What do you think she would call it? Personally, I think she would call it the uh, picture of B by you guys. Yeah, that's a good title. Picture of B by you guys. That's what the quote says for Weekers and Tweakers. Pictures. I would think it would be pictures of me by you guys, but it's B. Pictures of B by you guys. What does that mean? It's just so hard to make sense when the mind is so sick and twisted. Yeah. So. Last week, Leave It to Beaver star Tony Dow's management team redacted a statement claiming the 77-year-old actor had died, according to CNN. After sharing a statement on his verified Facebook account Tuesday morning that Dow had died, his management team removed the statement. According to Judy Twersky, a longtime friend of the actor best known for his role as older brother Wally Cleaver on Leave It to Beaver, he was still alive as of 3 30 p.m. Eastern Time when she spoke to Dow's wife, Lauren Dow. According to CNN, quote, Tony Dow was thrust into stardom at age 12 when he was cast on the soon-to-be smash sitcom Leave It to Beaver. In the role, Dow helped create the archetype of a suburban nuclear family and became a household name to millions of viewers. The show ran from 1957 to 1963. Lauren Dow told Twersky he is still breathing and receiving hospice care. Dow was unclear what happened with the statement from her husband's management team earlier that day, Twersky told CNN. So, geez Louise down to my knees. And the final update is that he's dead. So, Tony Dow, the great Wally Cleaver from Leave it to Beaver, is now six feet under. And I never saw the show, but I know a little bit about it. Beaver is a young, mischievous... Cleaver, Beaver is a young is the youngest of the Cleavers, the mysterious mysterious Cleaver, and he often gets into sort of troubles. He has a great dog that follows him around, can talk to him, but only he can understand what the dog says. Yet the audience also sees the dog speak. And Wally Cleaver, his older brother, is kind of a bully, kind of bullies him around. And, um, 
and his freaking next door neighbor, his freaking Mr. Freaking Wilson, uh, who's played by the freaking late great freaking Walter freaking Matthau, um, who's one of the ugliest men to ever freaking grace the freaking uh, large screen and freaking small screen. Um, uh, and he's always, and he's basically just a little mischievous freaking weasel um, who's always freaking pulling pranks and setting freaking traps. And, um, it's a freaking yeah, hilarious. What the hell? Yeah, what the hell do you want to freaking ask? Homeless man is the home. Christopher Lloyd. I think you're thinking about man. the next door neighbor from Home Alone, the murderer, the, who buried his freaking family, who hatched up his, botched up his family, and freaking buried him freaking under in his backyard. Yeah, based on a true story, Dick Jordan. Well, then he goes in New York, and then he sees the homeless person, and then he meets him in the church. What? You think that's a freaking? You think the pigeon woman is played by freaking Christopher Lloyd? I can see it being played by John Candy. Yeah, I can understand where yeah. you're going with that. No, yeah. that's. I think you were. I think you're spot on. I think you're thinking of John Candy. Yeah, I was thinking of Dennis the Menace. Dennis, what the hell am I freaking thinking about? Wally Cleaver from Leave It to Beaver. And this guy here. The point is this: Tony Dow is dead, and his management team. I don't know if we should get his management team into show business. Maybe a show in Las Vegas where they predict if things are going to happen. Because Jesus, he's down on my knees. They are good. They said he died. It turned out he was still alive. How did they know he was going to die? Well, he, was, he was in hospice care, so I mean, probably going to die. It's one of those things where you can look at a person and you go, oh, geez, this person's going to freaking die. Mm-hmm. Not freaking rocket science. Yeah. Sometimes they don't, though. You know, a good example of that, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been calling for that guy's death for yeah. like yeah. five years. Jeez Louise. It's coming. That's the thing, though. It's freaking coming. Yeah. I've been waiting for a good celebrity death. You know, one that really shakes me to my bones. So, last week, Kevin Cara Delevingne made headlines of after her bizarre behavior sparked cause for concern, according to TMZ. The supermodel actress's bruised legs and excessive hand rubbings on Live with Kelly and Ryan were on full display while the 29-year-old promoted her role in the new season of Only Murders in the Building. According to reports, Delavine spoke often and quickly during the exchange. The day before Delavine was spotted frantically puffing on a cigarette and changing out of her clothes into what appeared to be men's boxer briefs after hitting up a Subway and a Jack in the Box for lunch. Fans noticed the actress making strange facial expressions despite being all by herself. The news comes at the heels of reports that Delavine had been locking lips with co-star Selena Gomez. Delavine is no stranger to her love life being in bold print. Recently, the supermodel was accused of having a threesome with Amber Heard and Elon Musk by Johnny Depp's legal team. So, I want to do a quick brainstorm. What could these behaviors, these movements that she's making indicate? And perhaps what are some of the causes? And maybe that's the same question. I don't know. Sansford's Fargus, please. Um, well, um, some, I mean, freaking pending, uh, impending freaking bowel freaking movements uh, oftentimes gets me freaking making unusual facial expressions and um, t- uh, freaking twitching a bit. 
Um, more than I guess, more the urge to freaking getting. I, I believe you. You might. You have a pretty good tell when you're freaking itching to freaking play with yourself. Um, where you start freaking blinking erratically. Um, and puckering your freaking lips. Um, and then everyone goes, oh, geez, Louise. And then sure enough, you go, I'm gonna, I gotta pop in the garage real quick. Um, and freaking 20 seconds later, you freaking emerge and breathing heavily, sweaty, sweaty as a freaking Dickens. Um, but uh, a little bit easier to freaking talk to. Something about doing that makes me hold my breath. I don't know why. I've tried to do it and not hold my breath, but I have to hold my breath. Doug Jordan, you probably know what I mean. If your toes what? point straight and you're holding your breath and, and you're kind of just locked up there for a moment until blast off release, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. What other behaviors could this indicate? Could this be indicative of? I I know that when I rub my hands together, it's usually before a big meal in anticipation of a great big meal. Well, she did have a great big meal. She went to Subway and then she went to Jack in the Box for lunch. So and that, that was the day before. And she's rubbing her hands together on live with Kelly and Ryan. So could she be Anticipating another great lunch, Doug Jordan? Yeah, it's definitely a possibility. I'm assuming she probably went to Subway and got a sandwich, and then she went to Jack in the Box and maybe got some french fries. So she could be doing the same thing again. Going to Subway, get a sandwich, maybe go Jack in the Box, get some french fries. Or, what, other, you know, what other freaking restaurants could you get in? What other freaking restaurants could you be freaking hungry for? Well, they got in and out Burger out in the, in the uh, West Coast. Mm-hmm. Go there, get a burger, get French fries. Kelly and Ryan's in New York. Always has been since the days of Regis. Jack in the Box is in New York City. She must have New York flown, has everything. She must have flown out there. I don't know, Doug Jordan. She's out in New York. Kelly and Ryan has always been in New York since okay, the days of Regis and Kathy Lee. Shake Shack. Yeah, that's a, like a New York equivalent to In-N-Out burger. Do you think she could have gone to get a slice of pizza? Or? Yeah. Yeah, maybe a, a that, could, that, would, that would get me freaking licking my freaking lips and rubbing my freaking hands back and forth. I tell you that freaking much. Freaking, I'm talking about a freaking New York freaking slice with a little bit of freaking pepperoni sprinkled on top. I like it with Parmesano cheese. Sure, yeah, freaking sprinkling a little bit of freaking Parmesano is, is a freaking great method to freaking enhance a freaking slice of freaking pizza, uh, as well as a little bit, uh, I like to do the freaking crushed red freaking pepper and maybe even a little bit of freaking garlic salt. Mm. Yeah, I like to put a, I like to put oregano on mine. Oh, just sure. A little, yeah, just a yeah. little bit more, you know, Italian spice. Well, freaking Doug, maybe you should take it to the freaking sports desk. Well, I think we kind of, yeah, you know what, maybe don't do that, because we, I guess we, we sort of covered it. Yeah, and plus we got another one coming up right here. Last week, chicken giant Popeyes re-released their classic, quote, I don't know meal, according to Chewboom.com. Each I don't know meal, also known as the IDK meal, includes a premium classic lemonade or strawberry lemonade, both of which come in chilled and frozen varieties served up alongside a Popeyes chicken sandwich, classic or spicy. You can find the IDK meal now at participating locations nationwide for a limited time in restaurants and on the Popeyes app for a suggested price of $6. Doug Jordan? Yeah. Take it to the sports desk. I don't, okay. I'll take it. I guess I'll take it to the 
sports desk, but I just feel like you kind of described everything. But I'll do the intro now. Uh, thank you for coming to the, the sports desk with me, Doug Jordan. Today we're talking about Popeyes, uh, Popeyes, the chicken giant, and then they re-released their classic I Don't Know meal, and this is according to Jewboom.com. The I Don't Know meal has a lemonade. It could be frozen or not frozen, and, it, and you can have a spicy chicken sandwich or a regular chicken sandwich. What the hell are you freaking doing? I'm doing the. I'm giving a little. You're, reading the, you're just reading the freaking thing. Here's here now. Here's 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 what I think. Wiggers and wiggers and man, I'm freaking wondering um, why is it freaking called the I don't know meal? If you know exactly, I mean, that would make me think that it would be some sort of freaking mystery freaking dish. I like the freaking white mystery freaking airhead. But um, but this, I mean, this freaking this freaking meal is just sort of. It is what it is. It's freaking chicken sandwich and a freaking drink. Well, I think the idea is that you would pull up to the drive-thru and you'd say, I don't know what I get. And then you'd see right there, you have the I don't know meal. And you go, well, I'm just, I'll get, I guess I'll get that because I don't know see, what I'm going to get. That's very freaking, please, that. that's very freaking interesting. And it kind of pushes their frozen lemonade, which I'm assuming is a new item, as well as the chicken sandwich, which at the time it was new because they're talking about this is a re-release of the meal. So, Is it really a meal, though, if it doesn't come with um, fries or giblets or something? Well, I'm sure there's a lot of calories within a uh, lemonade. You know, there's a lot of sugar in there, and then as well as a as a sandwich, you probably enough to have a you know good lunch there. Now, if we can freaking harken back to freaking pizza for just one freaking moment, um, has anybody ever freaking tried freaking pineapple on freaking pizza? Yes. Yep. Yeah, because at first I said, "What the heck is this freaking doing here?" And then, guy, yeah, guess what? Lo and be freaking hold, took a freaking bite. I freaking liked it. Mm-hmm. Put a little bit of oregano on that. Sure. Yeah, a little bit you of get, Parmigiano cheese. Mm-hmm. Do a something yeah. spicy, salty paired with the sweet. It's always pretty good. Are, are you still talking about freaking KFC or what are you doing? What are you talking? No, about? I'm talking about the pineapple. The pineapple you did spicy. You do a you know you do pineapple and pepperoni Last or pineapple. Week, and- a chess playing robot broke its seven year old opponent's finger, according to the Guardian. During an exhibition in Moscow, a chess robot accidentally broke the finger of its seven-year-old opponent. According to reports, the child moved his piece too soon, and the robot grabbed his finger and squeezed it, causing a fracture before help could arrive. Quote, the robot broke the child's finger. This is, of course, bad, said Moscow Chess Federation President Sergei Lazarev. Lazarev downplayed the incident as a coincidence and insisted the machine is safe. Quote, the child made to move and after that we need to give it time for the robot to answer but the boy hurried and the robot grabbed him so we have a schism here between that of the flesh Doug Jordan and that of the metal and steel the steel world as they say and it reminds me of a movie called A Real Steel, a little bit about robots who box. Now, this boy didn't realize he was in a physical fight. He thought it was a mind fight, which, of course, he could probably win because he has a b- big old brain as being a boy. But this robot sought to retaliate in outside of those great rules now is that a mental answer to losing a chess game is that the way to win by by the robot breaking his fingers that's the way to to win 
I mean, the boy forfeited the match, did he not? Well, he had a broken finger. He couldn't couldn't play anymore. He go to, they had to go to the freaking hospital. And yet, Imagine. you can't. Go ahead. No, please, after you. No, please, please after you. No, I, I really insist. Do I not get rather... stuck on this, please. Imagine if the freaking robot, if you were playing against a freaking robot playing chess, and he were to freaking reach over and grab your freaking dangly freaking Johnson. I mean, that that would be quite the freaking jism as well, wouldn't it? That's a good point. That's a good point, yeah. Dick Jordan. I don't know I mean, how you're going to back that one down. No, I mean, I, yeah, that would definitely be quite the jism. I, I'm not disagreeing with you on that, but... Uh, well, you know, this is the third straight week we've talked about Rocky Four. which, Doug, I don't know if you know this, it's a movie about friggin' Rocky fighting a Russian guy and then, then Polly has sex with a robot. Yeah, it's a huge freaking part of it. It's a pretty freaking, it's an enormous subplot in the freaking film. I believe it I believe it takes about freaking half an hour of the film's freaking total runtime. And the thing about it, and we've talked about this on several episodes, Rocky was angry with Polly when he saw at the ending credit scene that out of the robot rolled tiny robots with Polly's head on top of them. Now, a lot of people think that Rocky was angry because Polly had sex shamefully with the robot. No. Rocky was mad because the robot was his maid. And because yeah. Polly had sex with the maid. Yeah. Very and inappropriate. Then- it was incredibly inappropriate, and and that leads into the freaking final freaking uh, moment in the freaking film where Rocky has to bring all the freaking little robot freaks and freaking yeah, you freaking guessed it, and freaking set them ablaze. Yeah. So, do you get it now, Doug Jordan? A little bit more about what we were talking about, what this story yeah, is all about. I do think the robot is guilty. I don't think you know the robot knew what he was doing. One freaking Polly was Jesus Louise. What the hell's the matter with you? It's not a freaking robot's fault. The freaking Polly. Jeez Louise, you took the way the freaking wrong freaking message yeah, from the freaking film. I'm talking about a chess robot. Polly is a sick, sick man. With a very, very insatiable appetite. And he was stop at nothing to achieve what some call hedonism. Yeah. And others have other names for it that are upsetting as well. So. Well, you know, maybe the. Maybe the robot loved him back. I mean, you don't you No. No. Probably not. They, they make it very clear in that movie. Yeah. Also, the robot's not in the second one, but or the fourth, fifth one, but Paulie is. So, Last week, Goodfellas star Paul Zorvino died, according to CNN. He was 83. Per his publicist, Roger Neal, Sorvino died of natural causes with his wife, Dee Dee, by his side. Dee Dee Sorvino issued a statement through Neal saying, quote, Our hearts are broken. There will never be another Paul Sorvino. Born in Brooklyn, New York, Sorvino earned a Tony nomination for his role in the championship season and appeared in a long list of movies including Nixon, Dick Tracy, Reds, Romeo and Juliet, and Goodfellas. So... Jeez Louise down in my knees. Uyghurs, tweakers, thrill seekers, probably not mayo tarts. I have noticed that a lot of Italian actors, great mobster actors have died. But this is the first truly fat Italian actor who has died as of late. And in that, he leaves the biggest gaping hole. Obviously. Now, there is great contributions by the fat Italian in American film. And we have yet to see where that 
hole will be filled and how it will be filled. But maybe right now what we need to do is reflect on some of those contributions to the great cinematic universe that we have so long beloved. Um, okay. Do these, do these have to be freaking fat? Uh, I mean, freaking dead and freaking fat guys, or is this just... Yeah, it's, it'd be a bonus points if they're dead, but as long as they're big and fat. Well, I mean, James Gandolfini comes to mind. Yeah. Biggest, fattest, yeah. dead Italian I've ever seen. Yeah. And a great loss he was. Yeah. Uh, there was, um, in, there's a freaking movie, uh, um, with freaking, uh, Robert freaking De Niro and, um, Are we thinking uh, about Jelly? Uh, yeah, yeah, big, yeah, big, and he, he had, he gets extra freaking points because he's freaking incredibly freaking ugly as well. Yeah, for Weegers and Tweegers, Andy the Sandman Vargas is, is talking about the beloved character Jelly in the movie. Analyze, analyze freaking this. Analyze mm-hmm. this and that, believe it or not. And he had a great pockmarked face and a giant alcoholic red nose. Yeah. Like Joseph Joseph Vitarelli was the, was the man's freaking name, and uh, he is re- he freaking died uh, back in freaking 2004, and uh, God rest his freaking soul. Yeah. Doug Jordan, name some of your great. Favorite Italian, fat Italian actors. Um, James Gandolfini was the first one, so I, you know, that's the only one I can think of right now. Oh, I came up, I got a freaking other one. Yeah, I got one too. Go ahead. Freaking, freaking Danny Aiello. Um, yeah. a freaking absolutely freaking hilarious, fat freaking Bison. Um, uh, who is in a freaking, absolutely freaking hilarious freaking movie called uh, by the name of Freaking Do the Right Thing and Moonstruck. Yeah. Yeah, oh, geez Louise, who can freaking forget him in that one? He freaking eat, man, the, my, the scene at the end at the freaking dinner table where he freaking eats, um, and he eats freaking every single last bit of food, and they all freaking yell at him. Um, and his wife is like, says, please don't ever freaking eat so much freaking food ever again. And he says, okay, I freaking won't. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, this guy's not dead yet. I can't believe it, but um, I was thinking of Gerald DeLuise, also known as Burt Young, a.k.a. freaking Polly from the Rocky movies. He's not dead? Yeah. No, he's still alive. He's, he's dead in the freaking franchise. He dies. He's dead in freaking uh, freaking. He's dead by the. I believe. Jesus, Louise, I believe he freaking makes it to freaking Rocky freaking six. But I do not believe uh, he he made made a freaking part in that. Wow, I would never have thought. Now it's funny what happens to us in the wake of great loss, absence of these great souls that. Make us laugh, make us cry, make us want to see more. But when there is no more to be seen, we are left in a grief mode, returning to those great stars of the silver screen, those big, giant, fat stars of the silver screen. Like big meatballs out there in the sky, glistening, Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise. Yeah, he was absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah, the freaking king. Yeah. Weakers, yeah. tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It's been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. <clears throat> I just got a lightning bug in my mouth.
What? A lightning bug flew in my mouth. I didn't see it come out. Jeez I must have swallowed it. So you guys want to get a pizza? Or... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think a pizza would be really... What, I mean, to honor... What better way to bring it honor all those big dead Italian drinking fantos? Yeah. 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 We gotta, sorry about the bug. Sorry about the bug. Yeah, yeah. sorry about the bug. of our week studios. W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester.